the mental health coach, who am I? Well, let me take a moment and tell you who I am. I'm a survivor, a life coach, a counselor, multiple doctorate degrees and certificates and certifications, and someone who has had their fair share of trauma and abuse. I am also a student of coaching, which helped me to rebuild my life brick by brick. I am Angela Seabrooks, and I'm here to support you as we unpack the baggage that's been weighing you down. Let's get started. Welcome back to The Mental Health Coach. As the clock strikes midnight and we ring in a new year, I wanted to take a moment to unpack the personal strategic planning that may help you be successful as you navigate the goals and dreams you want to accomplish over the next 365 days. At this time of year, I have many clients who come to the sessions with several goals and New Year's resolutions on their minds. Um, Sometimes it covers career growth, sometimes weight loss, or just thoughts of reinventing themselves in the new year. They run through their goals and then they turn to me as if they're kind of waiting for an approval or just positive feedback on the plans they've laid out. Some are surprised when I ask how these new goals for a new year measure up to the previous goals they set. And based on those that do measure up, what are they carrying into the new year and what are they leaving behind that is no longer serving them? Most of my clients can't answer this question. Because the goals or New Year's resolutions have long been forgotten by the time they get to December 31st. You see, it's hard to hold yourself accountable and develop consistent motivation if you have no metrics for measuring your progress. I've spent many years engaging in a personal strategic planning session, which may start at the end of the year and conclude typically during that first week of the new year. The first area that I focus on in myself is my self-care. If you evaluate the amount of stress you carried for the year, you should be able to determine if the self-care tools you were using were sufficient, or if not, did you find yourself experiencing an increased level of anxiety and stress throughout the year? You see, our bodies are designed to manage a low grade of stress just with everyday life. However, if you experience stress with work, stress at home, stress with your relationships, on top of the challenges created by a global pandemic, you may have developed chronic stress. With chronic stress, you may notice extreme irritability, fatigue, difficulty concentrating. You may experience headaches and may physically struggle with digestive problems, high blood pressure, as well as difficulty sleeping. When you're working through your personal strategic planning session and you realize that you experienced a variety of these symptoms throughout the year, you may want to focus on developing a lifestyle of self-care for next year where you add different tools and techniques throughout the day. This can include tools such as increased exercise or stretching, walking, incorporating guided meditation or music to reduce stress, and actually taking time off throughout the year where you truly unplug. The next area I evaluate in my personal strategic planning session is what values will I be focusing on for the new year, which will help prioritize my goals. For example, if you've struggled with finishing tasks or different projects and the value you want to prioritize is being more committed in the new year, this may translate into setting targeted goals for the projects. Uh, And then throughout the month, you would be checking on it. Think of it as reverse engineering. 
So if you say, I have three projects I want to complete by the end of the first quarter, you would then block off time each week to work on it just to ensure that that goal is met. If your value is focusing on being more authentic in the new year, this may translate into evaluating the areas of your life where you feel you're compromising yourself. What friendships or relationships are unhealthy? This may also lead you to evaluate your career track as well. Which moves us to the next area I assess in my personal strategic planning session, the career track. As you examine what you do for a living, it is helpful to determine what type of fulfillment does it meet. Remember, sometimes you love what you do, which brings fulfillment, even if financially you're not where you want to be. Sometimes what you do provides the financial support to do what you love, which brings fulfillment. You are truly blessed if you have both. You love what you do and financially it supports everything else you do. When I'm evaluating this area, I still assess what values are prioritizing my career track. For example, if you want to increase the value of growth in your career, this may lead you to enroll in school or complete specific training for different certifications. This may also help you prioritize where you are working, particularly if you're in a role that has no growth potential. The last area that I evaluate that typically takes the most amount of time are the relationships in my life. This may be an area where multiple values are driving the relationships you are maintaining. Remember, in order for relationships to grow, they have to be nurtured. If you are assessing the relationship with your partner and you want to strengthen the value of being connected, this may result in goals such as incorporating a date night to strengthen your bond or some check-in moments throughout the week. This may also prompt you to take the time to identify your love languages to ensure that you are supporting each other in the way it needs to be received. You may also assess the relationships with friends and family members to see which ones you may continue to nurture and which ones you may bring to a close. If you have relationships that leave you stressed and drained, you may decide that these are not healthy for you and you may minimize the contact or eliminate it where you're able. If these types of relationships surface with family members, it may be time to address the thing or things within the relationship that's creating the stress. You may add other areas to your personal strategic plan, such as trips you want to take or areas of personal growth you want to pursue. Now, once you're finished evaluating your values and goals for the new year, the most important piece is incorporating an accountability process. In order for it to be effective, it is helpful to incorporate these things in areas where you already hold yourself accountable. For example, if you consistently use a calendar and you want to build more self-care into your day, it may be helpful to schedule 10 to 15 minute windows on your calendar where you need them. If you set a targeted time frame to complete a project, you may want to schedule check-ins weekly or bi-weekly to keep yourself on track. If you plan to take a trip, Pick the date, put it on the calendar, along with any preparation needed to ensure you're ready to go when the time comes. It can also be helpful to have an accountability partner who you share your goals with. This person can help keep you on track. Just make sure you put the right person in the right role for it to be effective. Tune in for our next episode as we continue to unpack it. <laughs>